looks easy. Like it. Subscribe it. Review it. Are we in your top eight friends? Be sure to let us know by leaving a review and following us wherever you get your podcast. Our Instagram handle is at myy2kjournal or find us at myy2kjournal.com. It's my Y2K mini skirt. It's so short. The episode. Not get your head out of the gutter. And let's go. Hello, and welcome to another Y2K mini skirt. My name is Jackie Riley, and I am here with my wonderful co-host Jessica Ward, and we are here for a brand new segment that we haven't done yet. And it's a little catch-up segment. So monthly during our mini scores, we're just going to do a little catch-up, tell you something that's going on with our lives or maybe talk about a topic. So it's just going to be about us and just us in the modern world, not the early 2000s. So let's get started with Jessica because she did something really, really cool last night, which is why we're recording this today. So Jessica, talk to us. Tell us what you did. Oh, good morning, Jackie. It's morning. It's very it's, early. It's very morning. morning. It's morning. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so for the last 18 months, I've been working on a project with a friend. His name is David. Um, and we've been working on um, a, you know, um, a historical audio oral history of the Phantom of the Opera, um, directed by Helbrecht, and its global impacts on our modern theater landscape. And that's been the last 18 months and the last five months of that. David and I have been developing his one-man show about his personal history with the Phantom of the Opera. He is a fan, a P-H-A-N fan. (laughs) <laughs> he has seen the show as of this recording 59 times. Wow. Um, yeah. And so we have been developing his one man show. And last night we had a workshop of it for people for the very first time ever. Um, and it went really well. <laughs> like it happened. And, um, it, it was really wonderful to put it up in front of people and to get some immediate feedback. And, and like, as you know, Jackie, like it's just a, it's just a great first step of the next things, but it was really validating um, to have such a overwhelmingly positive response in the moment. That's awesome. It is something. So for people, many people will know, especially if they're listening to this podcast, cause they, may know us or may be interested in theater. But with theater, that's the thing that's kind of crazy is like, if you develop something that is meant to be done in front of people, the only way to truly develop it, even when you're, you don't know if it's ready or anything like that, you have to just put it up in front of people. (laughs) And it's like a crazy feeling and experience to do that because you have kind of mostly created something in your mind palace and maybe shown some friends or shown some people bits and pieces of it. But to actually take that step and do the thing is a incredible step. 
And probably one of the most telling steps in the process, because that really gives you, like you said, that immediate feedback. So I just think that's awesome. Also, I just as a side note, can't wait to have David on the podcast. Um, I'm so excited. Like, and oh, and his story starts in 1995 when he first saw Phantom at the first <gasps> time. Oh my God, performing arts center. Like, he's got his whole, his own Y2K journal inside oh my of gosh. himself. Yes. Oh, wow. Well, we're going to have to make that happen at some point, but obviously David's very busy right now, but we'll figure something out. Um, That is so cool. So tell me about your favorite moment of the night. Oh, um, well, like I'll tell you it because it's like just standard New York theater stuff. So like last uh, yesterday, the day before that Saturday, um, I had a double show day, and in between the double show day, we had our our last run through of David's show. So, like, I went to a Broadway theater, worked a show, walked over to Eighth Avenue, went to Pearl Studios, worked on another show, had a packed a sandwich for lunch and a salad for dinner in my Trader Joe's cooler bag, like that I took with me everywhere. Came back. Oh, no, went to a different theater, dropped off a different sandwich for a different friend, and then came back to my Broadway house and did my evening show. So that happened first. And then Sunday happened, um, where I had a show Sunday matinee before we went over. So it was like one of those, like, you do the full show, then you have 10 minutes, and you just zip, do, 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 back over to 8th Avenue. Um, and... I was like, Jackie, you've been to Pearls, right? So many times. Of course, of course. All, right. all the times. Um, and it's also one of those things that, I mean, everyone will sort of understand this, but like New York theater people understand this. Of like, even just like the, I like you go into the building, you hand your ID, you get on the elevator, and then you get off in, you know, one of the multiple studios and then you just remember every other time you've been in that building for the last decade as you're trying to find the room you're in. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> and most of the times you're at Pearl. I mean, my personal experience with Pearl, it's not fun. It's just you're sitting, you're waiting. Oh, you're waiting. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I have a very intimate relationship with that bathroom just because, like, I've been to that bathroom so many times from just waiting. Times. <laughs> like I'd have to pee so six times before going to my audition. So, <laughs> and you know, like there was a friend who went to the wrong studio and it's like, I thought we were at open jar. And it's like, no, we're at Pearl. Um, and it was just like the place in the head that they were going. Um, and we had uh, 11 wonderful friends come. Um, and also every one of them was like, when was the last time I was in this building? Oh, like two months ago. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I think there's some, uh, there were some great moments in, in the way of it's, a, a solo performed show, but no show was ever a solo show. And so David and I co-conceived this show together in the rehearsal room. And so I, there were some really gratifying moments for, for me to know that like, lines I had suggested or written like got a laugh like that felt so good that's awesome of, you know of like something I'm like ooh, 
yeah. Like, I'm like, I knew it was going to work. I knew it was a good, like, segment or a way to, like, bring the tension or just, like, I'm like, it was a great line. I'm glad I suggested it. Um, but that sort of immediate feedback was wonderful. And then I was also just so proud of David for doing it. And, like, it's so different that we've been rehearsing it on Zoom together well, I was traveling and then together in person in New York once a week for six weeks. But it's so different just to do it for two people alone in a studio space and then to do it for other people who have never seen it. And so that was a big moment for him. And then there were moments he did where, um, so it's spoilers for a show that no one has ever seen, um, that part of it, he does wonderful impressions of people. And so it's part of the actual history of Phantom. And in it, he does an impression of Sarah Brightman, who was the original. Yes, Christine. Um, God, I'm so and, excited. And I have I, to see this. Like, I had seen it written like weeks ago before a rehearsal. And then he did it. And he did the Sarah Brightman voice in rehearsal. And it startled me so much how wonderfully perfect it was. I just like burst into laughing and I was like, I'm sorry, I need a minute. I was not prepared for this. Like, and it's one of those things of it breaks the tension because it was like previously a more serious moment before he goes into that impression. I was like, I just was not prepared for this to actually be that spot on perfect of a Sarah Brightman impression. And I think that was my favorite moment of the night was when he did the Sarah Brightman impression and like the room just lost it. And I was like, yes, <laughs> it works. It works so well. That's awesome. Like, especially there is something exciting about when you know, something's going to stop a room because yeah. you've already experienced it, but nobody else has. Oh, it's a fun feeling when you get to kind of, cause you're there just like sitting back and like, you're actually at that point, you're like not even watching David, you're watching the people. Like, you're like, I know right. this is going to just destroy you. And I can't wait to see what happens. That's cool. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see this. That's really cool. I love the idea of it being somebody who grew up doing theater and it's, I I obviously don't know too much about it other than it's David and it's Phantom, but I it's just a cool concept to me. And the using Phantom kind of as the structure is such yeah. a great idea. I just, yeah, it's so cool. Oh, wow. Well, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> I need to hear this impression. <laughs> when I I'll when send you the audio clip of him being cyber it's just, it was just a oh, wonderful yes, perfect moment and yes, it was please. also one of those things of like those comedy rule of threes of he had already done two other impressions but they're more mild impressions and so like they got a like a like a like a light laugh or like a oh like he's you know being someone else and then or like a oh that was accurate of like another person but like when the Sarah Brightman happened one, they're like, oh no, this is really funny. And you're like, it is. It's really funny. That's incredible. That's awesome. Um, so, and you guys did it at Pearl, 
right? Yes. And for, okay, backing up a little bit on Pearl, the reason we keep talking about it, it's basically just like a studio in New York City. There's truly, honestly, like nothing special about it. The only thing about it is that many, many, many auditions and rehearsals are there. Are there. It's a place that if you've literally probably ever done like one New York audition, you've probably been to Pearl. <laughs> like it, it's just, it's just a, a place that people go. It, it couldn't be more unassuming. It's just where things happen. Yeah. It's and it's just, one of those things, you know, um, I sort of got nostalgic for it when I went in, I'm like, Oh, you go in and like, there's the giant um, television screen that has like every single thing happening in every single room. Like there's no secrets, you know, what's having auditions and what, who's rehearsing things. It's all up on the digital board. And then like, there's the printout on each door. So like you go to the door and it tells you what's in the room at each time. Um, And it's one of those magical things about pearls. Like you literally run into people, you know? Yes. I've seen people at Pearl who I'm like, I haven't seen you in a decade. Like, I remember one time I ran into somebody at Pearl who I did a theater camp with when I was, like, an itty-bitty, and he was, like, Jackie? And I was, like, oh, my God. (laughs) And it was, like, (laughs) 10 years later. I was, like, how did you recognize me? (laughs) Like, we were little children. (laughs) It was really cool. But, yeah. And then, this is a full other tangent, but pre-pandemic... It broke the internet. There was an audition at Pearl for Magic Mike, the tour. And somebody pooped on the floor at Pearl during the dance call. It's the Magic Mike mystery pooper. Oh, you got to Google it. Um, (laughs) And we still don't know who it is. And like dance call happened. They cleared the floor of dance call and there was human feces just like... Not like a trickle, not liquid, but just like a full poop. Okay. Um, what, what am I Googling? I mean, this is for later, but it's Magic Mike Pearl Poop. Um, okay. And All so right. it's a whole thing that happens. It broke the internet of theater for one day, pre-pandemic. And the other thing we were all talking when we left, we were like a group of us were getting in the elevator to leave Pearl and somebody said, this is where the magic mic poop happened. Right. And I was like, yes, thank you for acknowledging the wonderful thing that happened in this building. And it's, I bring that up because I still want to do, none of us have the time or capacity for this, but like, I would love like a 10 episode season of like serial that is like based on who is the pooper. Like, just come forward already. It's been long enough. This is now part of theater lore. It would be funny to announce that it was you. Like, it's not going to ruin your career. No. I just need to know who was in that dance call and get some firsthand accounts of what happened. (laughs) And like, like, did they realize it was in the room when it happened? Did they realize when they got home? Like, do they remember who was in the dance call? Are we doing a whole process of elimination? even though somebody else did technically a process of elimination <laughs> onto the floor. Um, but I was just like, hmm, 
That's incredible. 10 hours of this. Yeah. I was like already kind of like out of New York theater. Okay. It was in 2019. I looked it up. There we go. So in 20, yeah, I was already like well out of theater. So that's why I'd never heard about this. I have some research to do. That's incredible. I mean, I'm not, here's my theory on it. Let me just give you my quick, my quick take is that it's somebody still in the industry. Cause if you weren't in the industry anymore, why would you care if they knew it was you? Because the only reason you wouldn't want somebody to know is because you're still in the industry and you don't want it to affect your like audition status. Because if you're in any other industry and come forward about this, especially if you're like, look, it didn't mean to or something, it's, you're not, I don't know. It's like, it's not going to affect anything. But like, I want to know, is it malicious? Did somebody come in with poop? Um, I don't know. Like, did somebody fully, while they're dancing or doing a high kick, have poop come out and they have like basketball shorts and like it sort of falls down because this was the male dance call for Magic Mike. And so right. you're like, are these tights? And you like shook it out. Like you realized it was in there and you're like, oh no. You can't you're shake like, it out. Of, you can't shake that out of tights. shake it out. Right. And so I'm like, it's gotta be like basketball short dudes um, who do this. And I'm just like, I just want to know. I just want to know every piece of information about this. Um, I do too now. Now I'm invested. Right? It's a full ta- it's a full tangent, but like every time every time I walk by that building, that's what I think about. And it's great. Wow. I didn't even know. Thank you for blessing me with that information. I feel I feel just a little bit more knowledgeable now about Pearl. Right. <laughs> it's just that so that's that's all the things um well i've been doing that jackie you've been studying for a test i've been studying for a test yeah not too much happening over here i'm just in um just working still in school studying for a state exam for my schooling and so yeah just that's pretty much the gist enjoying my bike riding a lot on my bike and that's kind of the general stuff. I will be going on a trip soon to see some family, which I'm very excited about. And the reason we're doing this at, for me, like 530 in the morning and Jessica pretty early as well, especially after her big night last night is because Jessica is getting on a plane again soon. So <laughs> that, so we had to squeeze this, this in. And, uh, so I don't know if you want to talk about that yet, or if you want to save that, but we can always um, save it. I'm getting, I'm getting on a plane and I'm leaving the country tomorrow. Um, which by the time this releases, I will be in the place I'm going and I'll, I'll, I'll throw the surprise reveal on the Instagram story for the show. So follow along. Perfect. And I'll send a picture of where I'm going to Jessica at some point. And if you want, you can throw it up there or not. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. Um, (laughs) I'm like so out of social media. Um, 
But yeah, awesome. Well, cool. Well, I think we did it. Congratulations, Jessica, and to David as well. I'm so proud of you both for doing the thing. Um, It's so much easier to not do the thing than to do the thing. And you did it. And um, that's awesome. And it sounds like you got some really good feedback to go forward. Was it eye-opening? Do you feel like you kind of have some steps forward after last night? Oh, definitely. Um, Definitely some revisions. But it's that thing you understand of like, like um, most of the stuff in my life is just on the floor of this bedroom waiting to be packed. And um, 80% of packing 80% of the stuff takes 50% of the time and packing 20% of the stuff takes 50% of the time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're at the same point of the show of 80. I feel like if we, we, we're going to continue to work on this show and the, the vision is festivals. The vision is taking it an hour long version of the show to festivals. Um, I feel like the show we, performed last night is 80% of what's going to go. Yes. But that other 20% we're, we're is still another year of time. Yeah. But also now you have the you feedback, know. you know what yeah. that 80% and that 20% is where that's the thing that's hard is like, you have to do it for people to know where yeah, it's, it's at. a bunch of refining yeah. yeah and like what you need to adjust and what's good like you're like sarah Borales is locked in um but you yeah it's just that's just what it that's just how the thing works so i'm yep. so happy you guys did it because so many people don't take that step so you rocked it it happens yes well, awesome. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to let you get packing so you can get on that plane and I'm going to thank you. go to work. And oh, how fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast and a half. Actually, I really love my job, so it will be a blast and a half. Yeah. Um, so yay. Um, wonderful. Well, that's the show. That's a catch up. We'll do another one in April. And until then, well, not until then, but until next week. T-T-Y-L. T-T-Y-L. Goodbye.